Hello, Spirit and Truth podcast listeners. My name is Joshua Koppel, and today my podcast is titled Help Me Into the Pool. I ran into the idea for this podcast while reading a book last year on mental health in the church, or better, how our mental health is being treated within the church. We know that what goes on in someone's head is tied directly to their soul, so helping someone with their mental health is pleasing to God. I want to read from John 5 verses 1 through 15, as it clearly encapsulates an instance where someone needed help and received it. It also shows the two types of people that I'm speaking about today, the person in need of help who needs to learn how to ask, and the person who can help but needs to learn how to listen. Let's begin. I'll be reading from the New Life version if you'd like to follow along. Verse 1. Sometime later, there was a religious gathering of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. So, much like our Sunday services or our life groups, this is a gathering of two or more where Jesus came into their midst, so anything can happen. Verse 2. In Jerusalem, there is a pool with five porches called Bethesda, near the Sheep Gate. So there's some interesting facts I want to inform you about before we continue. This site was actually discovered in 1888 by a German archaeologist. The pool is over 42 feet deep at its deepest point. I I remember I always imagined it as a small pool, but it's 42 feet deep. And the word Bethesda in Hebrew means house of mercy. So people would come to one of these five porches and sit hoping that some mercy would come to them in their ailment. Verse 3. Inside these porches lay many sick people. Some were blind, some could not walk, some could not move their bodies. Verse 4. An angel of the Lord came at certain times and made the water move. All of them were waiting for it to move. Whoever got in the water first, after it was moving, was healed of whatever sickness he had. I can't recall many or even one instance where someone was healed passively in the Bible. Can you? It always comes as a response to us as humans stepping out on our faith. That's another reason why our salvation doesn't come from belief in God alone. It needs a step towards the Father. Verse 5. A man was there who had been sick for 38 years. So, This might be you today. Whether you've been sick for 38 years or three weeks, put yourself in this story. Put yourself in this chapter of history. Verse 6. Jesus saw him lying there and knew the man had been sick a long time. Jesus said to him, Would you like to be healed? So notice the question. Jesus had to see if this man was serious or was he comfortable in his mess. But... Jesus gave the man an opportunity to speak, and Jesus was ready to listen. He does this with us. I'm so thankful for a God who listens. Verse 7, The sick man said, Sir, I have no one to put me in the pool when the water is moving. While I am coming, another one gets in first. So this man spoke up and actually told Jesus what was going on. He needed help. He asked for it. He told the right person. 
He wasn't complaining to people at the job. He wasn't complaining to friends online. No, he told the right person. He shared his difficulty with the Lord or someone who could pray and come alongside him in his sickness. If you're sick, if you're in pain, lost, or alone, you must come to church. The body of Christ is where you will find rest and release. It's going to take away all the pain that you've been dealing with, but it's going to take work on your end. You won't be doing the work alone, though. No man or woman is an island. Verse 8. Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your bed, and walk. So Jesus had the answer. He heard the issue. He shared the divinely inspired answer. The church is the only place where hope is offered alongside the answer. The doctor will simply sign you up for chemo when the cancer comes or some other medical treatment. But children of God can offer healing from God alongside the medication and peace that surpasses all understanding when it seems dark and love from a community of believers who we know will live again if we have been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with his spirit. That's our promise. Verse 9. At once the man was healed and picked up his bed and walked. This happened on the day of rest. I wanted to pause because this healing occurred on the Sabbath, which for us would be a Sunday worship service. But this man at the pool, when given the invitation, came to the altar. He needed help. But when he saw someone, Jesus, who could help, he did not return to his spot of lowliness. He didn't return to his seat. He didn't sit in his sadness. No, he came out of his shell to be with the Lord as the bride of Christ. We are his bride. And mercifully, God listened to this man, just as he's ready to listen to us, to our needs. And we need to share these needs with God and with our friends in church, with, with the body of Christ, who are ready to help. Verse 10. The Jews said to the man who had been healed, This is the day of rest. It is against the law for you to carry your bed. Verse 11, He said to them, The man who healed me said to me, Pick up your bed and walk. He had been obedient. Verse 12, Then the Jews asked him, What man said to you, Pick up your bed and walk? Verse 13, The man who had been healed did not know who he was. Jesus had gone away while many people were there. So you'll notice the healing for this man came to him from an anonymous person in his mind. This is similar to us today. We don't know whose prayer was the last prayer that released the healing into our body from our 38-year affliction. But we submit one to another and we keep coming for prayer over our needs and our afflictions. Because at the end of the day, we may not know whose prayer was answered, but we know the God of heaven who is the one answering these prayers. And we thank God for his church because we need each other. Verse 14. Later, Jesus found the man who had been healed in the house of God. He said to him, Listen, you have been healed. Stop sinning or something worse will come to you. So for us, we need to take note here. After an experience with God, it is our solemn duty not to waste the mercy that is given and extended towards us. It's like going before a king with a huge problem, and after the king fixes the problem and then decides to remove our debt, what a great king that would be, now do we rush back into debt? Do we rush back into our old way of life that got us into that mess? Paul would say, no, don't waste the mercy given to you after you got help. We all need help getting into the pool today. At some point in our life, we all need help getting into the pool, but at times, 
we can get so cemented in our circumstances that we close down the hope shop and become cynical loners. Life group, ah, it's a waste of time. Sunday, ah, I can't make church every Sunday. Church people, man, they're weird, they're annoying. These are thoughts we might have in our head, but we cannot say we love the Lord and then also hate his bride in the same breath. So if you are in need of help today, ask for it. And if you are a trustworthy person who someone has come to you with a request for help, listen. You have a chance to act as a catalyst for the healing in their life through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Verse 15, as we close today. The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had healed him. We know who it is that has healed us. It's Jesus. We know who it is who has saved us. It's Jesus. We know who it is who has removed our sin and shame. It's Jesus. We know who blessed us with our job, with our house, and with our family. It's Jesus. This answer is the same because our God supplies for all of our needs. But it is up to us to use this this blessing he's given us to reach out in mercy to other people because we are positioned to help. It doesn't matter which person you are today. Make the change. If you need to ask, ask. If you need to listen, listen. And don't leave the same way you came in. Let's pray today. Lord, I plead your blood over these listeners, and I pray, Lord, if they've strayed from church for a long time, that they would return home, God, because the people of God are ready to envelop them in their arms and to welcome them in love. I pray against any mind monsters that would let them think ill thoughts or let them be cynical or sad or downtrodden. God, let them burst out of that feeling and let them join together with their brothers and sisters again in serving the Lord. And God, for those who need to help others, who need to be ready when others come, I pray pray that we would be ready to listen, Jesus. I pray that we would hear the needs, the desires, the worries, the cares, and what is being said to us. And I pray that we wouldn't shut them out, but we would extend the same mercy and grace that you have extended to us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless.